Asshole Cord is a bi-weekly podcast in which a group of lifelong friends choose a controversial public figure and examine their history through available public records and various publications to determine if that person is as much of an asshole as the general public suspects. We rate the subjects on a not-so-scientific scale, ranging from Mr. Rogers to Hitler, 1 to 11, and average out the three scores in the end for our final number. Just a reminder, our judgment has no legal weight, is strictly an opinion, and is subject to change at any time especially in the case of new evidence. It shouldn't be taken seriously, so just don't. One moment shouldn't define someone's life, but when that one moment uncovers decades of shady behavior, abuse of power, sexual misconduct, and overall assholery, the true wolf in sheep's clothing is revealed. The subject of today's show, Kevin Spacey, was living a charmed life, walking the red carpets of Hollywood, picking up hardware at the most prestigious award shows, and heading up one of the most revered theaters in London. He had the world in the palm of his hand, and as the story unfolds, we'll see that he might have had the world in one hand and his schlong in the other, waving it around to unsuspecting victims, hoping to lure them close to him and become part of his protected circle. Coming from very humble beginnings, Spacey seemed to have the drive to succeed and do more than what life had shown him as a young child. With an abusive, Nazi-sympathizing father and a mother who seemed to oftentimes look away from it all, Kevin and his siblings sought to get the hell out of their power and do more with their lives. On stage and behind camera is where Kevin found his way out. But as we've seen this story play out in tabloids and media everywhere, you'll see that Kevin Spacey is anything but the American beauty he portrayed in the public eye. But will we see yet again that childhood events will shape a person's behavior for the rest of their lives? Or is it just another influential person using their penis power to take advantage of others for their own pleasure? We'll dive into this and much more on the I'm Now a Gay Man, Kevin Spacey episode of Asshole Court. All right, before we get started today, we want to let everybody know about the all-new AHC Podcast website. It's an awesome site to go and check out all of our episodes, interact with us, and get the latest and greatest news and updates about what we've got going on. It links to all of our social media pages where you can leave us reviews and tell us what you think. Again, we encourage everyone to throw out your ideas for who could be on trial in our courtroom next. The website is ahcpodcast.com. About as easy to remember as it gets for all you burnouts out there. All right, boys. So let's get some pre-show scores for Kevin Spacey. All right, Mikey, what do you think? Uh, I'm a big fan of a lot of his movies, uh, and I also wasn't surprised by some of the allegations. I'm going to keep it real short and sweet here because there's a lot that you're going to uncover. I imagine stuff I don't even know about what he's accused of, uh, which I, I think he's guilty of would constitute a 6.5 from me all right 6.5 for mikey all right buddy what do you think about old space dog so you know for me we grew up watching kevin spacey flicks i mean i loved so many of his and i could name all of them but i mean the ones that just really stick out for me are like the usual suspects Mm -hmm. and playing verbal the ending of that movie i mean that totally blew me away the first time that i watched it 
you know, House of Cards, him being Frank Underwood, kind of exposing what Himself. everybody thinks. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. apparently part of the story is yeah. that. Yep. And, uh, you know, just him kind of exposing what everybody believes goes on in politics or a lot of people believe go on in politics. Uh, you know, he was just kind of showing that on the big screen. You know, I loved K-Pax and American Beauty, of course, where ironically, he is supposedly shot by the neighbor, Colonel Frank, because the colonel thinks that Kevin Spacey's character is banging his son. Yeah. His underage son. Spoiler alerts, by the way. Yeah. In case you haven't seen if American you haven't Beauty. Seen American <laughs> Beauty at this point, you know. Welcome to 1999. There's some 16-year-old that was like, fuck, that was on my watch list. <laughs> and, uh, but another fun fact about American Beauty is that it's partly inspired by the media circus that accompanied the Amy Fisher trial back in 1992. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, for everybody that doesn't remember, she was the uh, Long Island Lolita, Lolita. Yeah. who shot and severely wounded Mary Jo Buttafuoco. That's right. right. Joey's wife. Joey's, Joey's wife. Buttafuoco. When we were kids, we had a field day with that last name. Oh, man. And I almost I think we should do an episode in the future on her just so we can her say and Buttafuoco. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just so we can say that at least 50 times yeah, throughout the episode. Yeah. We could so. talk with fun New York accents. Yeah, you know, I'm Joey Buttafuoco. Long here. Island Lolita is going to get down on this dick. <laughs> Mama blow my wife's brains out, but she's going to live, which sucks. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we grew up on his flicks and I loved it. I mean, like he is a great actor. He has that. I mean, just that perfect delivery, that condescending tone that he can take and just deliver it perfectly. He can make you feel like your best friend. You know, I mean, I just I love the guy or I love his acting. I don't love what he does once the cameras are off. No, um, not so much. Yeah, no, no, not so much. You know, um, I don't care what you do behind closed doors but you know once you cross that line of like minors and using your power and influence to uh you know get your way especially with minors come on man uh that's where i ha i have a big problem with them so you know these are all still allegations at this point right yeah nothing's nothing's gone through nothing yeah, i haven't been convicted of anything yeah so you know i think that uh mikey was pretty solid with his uh 6.5 as much as I hate to do it because I love him as an actor, I'm going to have to say that for me, pre-show, I'm going to go with a 6.75 right. as a pre-asshole score. All right. Randy? All right. Yeah. So, like you said, buddy, you can't deny some of his movies are pretty damn good. You mentioned Usual Suspects, American Beauty. If you know me, I'm probably going to have to put uh, Horrible Bosses 1 and 2 yeah. right, right at the top of my list for there him. There you go. 21, I'm guessing, in yours? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but as we've seen on the show multiple times, actors are just that. They're actors, right? The real people, and real people are generally pretty fucked up. Uh, with all the stories that came out about all the shit he did to people, mostly younger people like you alluded to, uh, you know his pre-show scores can be pretty high. We've already gotten over six on both. Sometimes we don't know enough about a person going into a show to give a great pre-show score. Mm -hmm. But if you've read the news over the past couple years, I mean, you kind of know what's up with this dude, right? Yeah. All right, so pre-show, I have him at a 7.0. Ooh. All right. Yeah. All right. With a 6.5 from Mikey, a 6.75 from Buddy, and a 7.0 from Randy, Kevin Spacey's pre-show asshole score is a 6.75. Sounds about right. Middle of the road. Well, that's fairly high. Yeah, so pre-show. He's he getting up there around Cardi B-ish. John Lennon, Axl Rose. Yeah. Around there. A little bit he's higher than the, Anton LaVey. I was about to say, he's between the uh, head of the Church of Satan and Cardi B. Yeah. Sure. But we know what the deal is with, uh, and if you haven't listened to Anton LaVey, go listen to it, because the Church of Satan is actually just hilarious. 
All right, boys. You ready to do this? Yep. Let's roll. Let's do it. Kevin Spacey Fowler was born in South Orange, New Jersey, to Kathleen and Thomas Fowler. His mother was a secretary, and his father was a technical writer and data consultant. Wait a minute. His last name's Fowler? Fowler. Not Spacey? That's right. Oh, okay. Fowler was his born last name. I wonder why I chose Spacey over Fowler. It's not we'll like find it's... out here shortly. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, his mother was a secretary, and his father was a technical writer and data consultant. Sounds fancy, but you'll see in a minute here. Didn't pan out like that. It really isn't. Yeah, Spacey has an older brother, Randy. Randy! Randy! Randall! That's right. And an older sister, Julie. So, Julie fled home at the age of 18 and married a Scottish former football player. So, guy really by the name considered of, fleeing home? She, I don't know. That's what, at 18? Yeah. I mean, well, I guess you're an adult, but she left as soon as she yeah. get the hell out of there. It wasn't a good goodbye. They didn't help her pack up, it sounds like. Right. And uh, she married a... a former pro football player from Scotland named Ian Keir. So now when we say football, do we mean soccer or yes. actual American football? They don't play American football. Well, I know, but I wasn't sure because <laughs> yeah. it's Scottish, and I was assuming that it was, but I was like, maybe he was a big-ass Scot. He came over and started playing college football or something. So it's funny you mentioned about being a Scot. I read one article that had a picture of their dad dressed in a kilt, like a Scottish Highlander, and it said that after his sister married the Scottish guy, he took to dressing like a Scot. That's pretty oh, really? weird. Kind of fucking weird. So that's the excuse he waited to start wearing a kilt. I guess so. But I'm trying to figure. So that because I'm sorry, I breeze right through this. So this is all taking place in Scotland. No. Okay. No. It's just strange. <laughs> no. It's just strange. I'm like, what is a Scottish? Yeah. yeah. She made a Scottish soccer player. Nope. Yeah. I not a clue. Okay. But yep. She left home and married the Scottish guy. Because he was on vacation. It's like yeah. a, at a Sizzler or something, just randomly. <laughs> So their father Jeff, which is spelled G off, like yeah, the uh, worst G-off. form, uh-huh. yes. yeah, the most the most hoity toity pretentious form of that's Jeff. That's right. All you Geoffreys can suck my dick. <laughs> Again, he was a writer for technical magazines, but was frequently out of work. Moved the family around ten times before Kevin was fourteen years old. Yikes. Oh wow! Yep, he made a lot of friends. So, yeah, and again, the the G off spelling is what the British version of Jeff. Yeah, what do you think you are, Chaucer? fuck but, out of here right man. but every time got I, a lot of british listeners also so. yeah yeah they know what's up yeah i like british people but if your name is g off you can fuck off well every time i every time i see g off i want to say biatch yeah like g off biatch. biatch that's right we're just kidding so the family moved to los angeles when spacey was four years old in one of spacey's many interviews he refers to his childhood saying when some people think of home they think of a place where they grew up and had all their christmas dinners and family gatherings I don't have that. His brother Randy says Kevin's careful description of his past was a calculated reinvention to mask the horror of their childhood. In an interview, Randy was quoted as saying, our father was a neo-Nazi who had a photograph of Hitler on the mantelpiece. Yikes. He had swastika armbands the whole lot. Oh, wow. At one point, he even grew a Hitler mustache. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see pictures of this. I mean, and you don't killed. even see hardcore white supremacists rocking that mustache. They'll put a, an SS tattoo and a swastika on their back, but they're too scared to rock a fucking <laughs> broomstick or the brush broom, bro, whatever it's called, paintbrush mustache. So that guy was, he was dedicated. Yeah. yeah. Hardcore. Said he was a violent and abusive man who would whip us with a riding crop if we were out of line. A riding crop, too? Yeah. Aufstanden, mach schnell, bitte! For real, dude, that guy's like fucking, like, it's a, a caricature of a Nazi. Randy described the Fowler home life as cold, unemotional, in a Victorian household. Feelings were never discussed. Our father, who we nicknamed the Creature, would rant about Nazi stuff for hours. 
There were times we didn't have enough food on the table and went hungry. He took us on holiday to a nudist colony. Oh, Everything wow. Everything about that. Why don't we have any food, Dad? Because it's the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> now take off your clothes. We go to nudist colony. Yeah. What if he had like a... Like a southern accent. Saving up for our nudist colony vacation. He said, I've shaved my pubes into Adolf Hitler's mustache. You'll like it. It's like a little cube down there. (laughs) Who the fuck takes their kids to a nudist colony? Uh, Maybe this next part of the quote will shed some light on that. Randy said, in his office, dad had books of child pornography. God. This guy sounds like the worst person ever. That's it. Kevin was a shy, quiet child and a mama's boy. He was sweet, but didn't stand out in a crowd. We built forts, rode bikes, escaped outside as much as we could. So yeah, dad sounds like a fucking pervert Nazi. Yes. That sounds like a fucking punk band. (laughs) The perverted Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nazi perverts. Nazi perverts. Yeah. Telling you, it's fucking crazy. Spacey attended Northridge Military Academy and Canoga Park High School in the 10th and 11th grades. I know Canoga Park. Yeah. He graduated co-valedictorian along with Mayor Winningham of the class of 1977 of Chatsworth High School in Chatsworth, California. At Chatsworth, Spacey starred in the school's senior production of The Sound of Music, playing the part of Captain George Von Tropp. That's when his dad was was the proudest because he got to wear that Nazi uniform. He was like, (laughs) you know, I never liked you, Kevin, but now... I'm very proud of you. You're okay. Very (laughs) proud. Very proud. He said, you are are the best Nazi in all of Canoga Park (laughs) and all of Saugus area. So uh, Mayor Winningham played Maria Von Trapp. He started using his middle name Spacey, which was also his paternal grandmother's maiden name. Okay. Okay. And so this Mayor Winningham girl, seven-time Emmy Award nominee, and was also nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for the 1995 film Georgia. Oh wow! I've never so, even heard of never her. heard I've of never heard of Georgia, and I we live in Georgia, and I feel like that would be forced to watch a, a, a like an Academy Award nominated movie about Georgia. Uh, yeah. It may not. It may be about a girl named Georgia or yeah, something a, to do, but or the country. I yeah. never heard of her or the movie, but kind of interesting that he yeah. went to school and yeah. started in a musical with somebody and who both, was, yeah. uh, both co-valedictorians yep. or yep. you know. Imagine trying to try out for that play. That's cool, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm pretty good. I'm going to go in there like Kevin Spacey and this lady. Cass already picked. Mm -hmm. It'll be directed by Steven Spielberg. (laughs) In another interview with his brother Randy, who was a local celebrity in Boise, Idaho, for being a Rod Stewart lookalike and a limo driver. (laughs) Is this fucking show like a Mad Libs? (laughs) At this point, we have a Nazi nudist... A Rod Stewart look-alike, a Scottish footballer meeting at a sizzler in Canoga Park. Where dad starts wearing kilts afterwards. Yeah, that's like, right. That's I love right. it. This is the weirdest shit ever. <laughs> Can't make this shit up. So Randy proudly shows off pictures of his brother, including an early promotional shot of Kevin in fencing gear taken in April 1976, three months shy of Kevin's 17th birthday for his burgeoning acting career. Scrawled on the photograph in fading ink is a cheery message. I will invite you to the Academy Awards when I go. He said, I took that picture, and that's when Kevin's name changed. He was always Kevin Fowler, but that day I said to him, that's not a proper actor's name. The middle name is Spacey, which I said sounded more like a movie star. From that day on, he was Kevin Spacey. I hit click on the camera, and he turned into Kevin Spacey. That's right. I mean, now, Kevin Spacey, we have, you know, it's Poison Well scenario. We already know a famous actor named Kevin Spacey. But if you didn't, does Kevin Spacey really sound that much more like an actor than Kevin Fowler? 
No. Uh, well, Kevin mm. Fowler just doesn't. Eh, it seems like production very, crew. It's, it's more very so vanilla. Than, uh, yeah, Kevin Fowler's a super plain name. Yeah, Spacey. Uh, very vanilla. Spacey. Yeah, I guess. So. I don't know. It's just strange. How many other Spaceys do you know? Not many. How many other Fowlers do you know? Quite a few. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I stand corrected. Uh, Randy said he was a natural on stage. He loved the attention. He loved playing at being someone else. Once he started acting, he realized the power he had, and it transformed him. He created the character of Kevin Spacey, but it masked a monster. Ooh. Following graduation, he attended Los Angeles Valley College, but in 1979, he moved to New York City and enrolled in the Juilliard School. Go back to the Valley, loser! (laughs) (laughs) While at the Juilliard, he became a member of Group 12, where he studied drama with teacher Marion Seldes between 1979 and 81. So at the Juilliard, you're in a group based off your graduation date. Okay. Spacey was in the same class as Ving Rhames. Mm-hmm. And what? the woman, Ving Rhames with the Juilliard? Ving Rhames with the Juilliard. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And the woman who made millions of dudes have their first heart on, Kelly McGillis of Top Gun fame. That's right. Oh, nice. So yeah. we, talk, we talked about her in the um, Tom Cruise episode. Because now she looks Ooh. like a grandmother. That's right. She is a grandmother. Too many guys, uh, they're first boners these days. Yeah. I mean, the sex scene in Top Gun, I swear to God, I watched the movie hundreds of times, and it seemed like every time the sex yeah. scene would start, my mom would walk in. Yeah. Randy? Like, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> yeah. Why are you watching this trash? That's right. Yeah. Kelly McGillis, Ving Rhames, honestly, Kevin Spacey, all in the can same you class. imagine having to hang out with those motherfuckers? Remember the drama kids at in in high school? Oh, now oh, imagine, yes. <laughs> imagine like just that. Now you know there's levels to the game here. Imagine at Juilliard, like the top tier drama snobs. I can't even imagine oh. having to like eat lunch with them. Oh my god, I just I'm dying inside right now, and I'm a little bummed out because I thought Ving Rhames would like smoke me out or something like that. Instead, <laughs> he'd be sitting there talking about like fucking Hamlet or some shit. Yeah. During this time, Spacey performed stand-up comedy around the city, most notably in bowling alley talent contests. I bet he was slaying it because he's such a funny guy. Right. One of Spacey's strengths is his ability to do impersonations. So that's really his oh, thing. Wow. Yeah. So much so that as a young actor in New York City, he used his skill to pretend to be Johnny Carson's son to obtain free theater tickets and to enter Studio 54. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, I Impersonating like that. Carson's son. Hey. I mean, okay, but I'm just like, does everybody know who Johnny is? So did he just say he was his son and then talk like Johnny Carson? Johnny like, Carson? Really big show tonight. Really big show. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's my dad. Yeah. It's just a really strange story. Again, it just keeps getting weirder. Yeah. After two years, Spacey moved on and soon made his professional debut in Shakespeare's Henry IV, Part I. In 1982, he appeared on his first Broadway production, Heinrich Ibsen's Ghosts. Over the following years, he picked up some notable stage roles in Hurley Burry. Hurley Burley, yeah. Yeah, Hurley Burley. I watched that movie. They actually had a film version of that with him in it. And, uh, oh my God, it was just fucking nonsense. It was a horrible movie. Yeah. Uh, Long Day's Journey into Night followed by appearances in the films Heartburn and Working Girl. Uh, These are all plays and movies I've never heard of. By now, if you've listened to our show, you may have picked up that I don't really give a shit about plays or critically acclaimed movies. Hell, my favorite movie is probably Tommy Boy. So... (laughs) Yeah, you're not much of a Broadway kind of guy, are you? Really? I, I don't think no. any of us are. Yeah, here, no, none no. of us I, are. I, I, I like love movies. I love movies, and I can, yeah, I can get into some uh, Academy Award nominee movies, stuff like that. I like film. What are you even calling it film? It makes Randy want to puke. God right now. damn it, you did it. You <laughs> knew. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, but movies. But I, uh, I absolutely Flicks. hate. 
I hate stage plays. I've yeah, been, I had to go to too. one. They're so uncomfortable. They're like, I can't suspend my disbelief. I'm like, these are just people on a stage. This doesn't feel real. Yeah, it's I mean, fun. like I understood it back way back in the day before there was TVs. I mean, that was your TV in yeah. essence. But now, because you didn't have any other choice. Yeah, exactly. And also, even the acting style, stage acting is horseshit. Yeah. Because you have to like really uh, like emote physically and speak loudly and stuff like that. There's no nuance or subtlety to it whatsoever. And don't even get me started on fucking musicals. No, oh. awful. Oh. Yeah, Anyways. I'm not a musical. I don't even like like. Musicals I like, like even this. What was it? School of Rock that Tom Cruise was in, or no, that was, Jack Black. Yeah, no, no, I actually Jack like Black. School of Rock with Jack Black. That was the Monsters of. It was the one where he played. It was a musical about the eighties hair bands. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I watched about three minutes of that. The only musicals I like are musicals that make fun of musicals, like South Park's Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, and uh, Team America. Because musicals <laughs> are fucking absurd, and they're like you should make fun of them. It's just insane to me. I won't attend musicals. Uh, and the only time I'll go to a play is if I can drink very heavily, <laughs> like during the performance. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because I get I get kind of anxiety when I'm in yeah, a, yeah. in a crowded like auditorium or something yeah. like that, and you just have to sit and listen and watch and. Mm-hmm. Medieval times is more your speed. Medieval, yeah. dude, medieval times is tight. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like I, I was talking shit about it. We went there, and I was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna lie. The food was good. The, the show was pretty funny. The tomato soup out of the fucking ballin Kool Aid bisque. Yeah. yeah, I was like some broke ass shit. Then I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> can I get a little bit more yeah. over here? Yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. Don't want to wait another week for the next episode of Asshole Court to come out. Go check out our new and improved Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. You'll get highlights from past shows, and you can join in on the conversation of past asshole courtroom drama. Check us out at AHC Podcast, or leave us a review on whatever platform you listen on. Now, back to the action. So Spacey quickly developed a reputation as a character actor and was cast in bigger roles, including the malevolent office manager in the ensemble film Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah, which is the the movie that all sales guys jack off to. That's right. <laughs> One half of the bickering Connecticut couple in the dark comedy film The Ref, and a malicious Hollywood studio boss in the satire Swimming with Sharks, gaining him positive notices by critics. Spacey's performance as the enigmatic criminal Verbal Kent in Brian Singer's 1995 film the usual suspects won him the academy award for best supporting actor oh, brian damn. singer too yeah, huh? i love brian singer oh cause... he puts out good stuff yeah i'm not talking about the actual person like his, oh, yeah, what he does in his personal life yeah, he's, him what, and spacey were notorious like i don't know if you're gonna cover that or not uh uh-uh. tell uh, me yeah. about brian singer brian singer uh again this is all allegations i don't know how true it is but this has been our rumors around hollywood for forever that he also has a penchant for teenage boys and they have parties all the time oh. one teenage boy uh sued him and came up with some pretty explicit stuff like that so it's just sort of interesting that uh these dudes are working together and hanging out together and i mean Birds i don't know feather yeah i mean we all hang out and do sort of the same shit for the most part but it's like skiing and playing golf yeah not, not uh, trying to fuck a 16 year old boy that's right <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah would we hang out if we didn't do some of the same stuff that, you know i mean i'm just saying brian singer Huh. Maybe maybe he's getting looped in here. Throughout his career, Spacey has been well known for playing villains. He remarked in 2013, I think people just like me evil for some reason. They want me to be a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You, do y'all remember when he was the um, 
Dr. Evil and Austin Powers. That's right. The movie clip for it. That's I don't right. Remember that. Yeah. They had a, uh, in Austin cameo. Powers, they mm-hmm. had a, they were like making a movie of it and Steven Spielberg was producing it. Huh. And so they call Austin Powers to the set and they're like, hey, check out this. This is going to be the trailer. And Kevin Spacey was Dr. Yeah. Evil huh. in it. Yeah. And Tom Cruise was Austin Powers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Danny DeVito was Mini Me. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. Well, he plays an excellent villain. I mean, oh, yeah. he usual suspect. Excellent. Villain. Seven. Yeah. Oh, God. Seven was so for real. What's in the box? What's in the box? Oh. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. No, that's for real, though. Yeah. Excellent. In 1999, he starred as the frustrated husband and father in the dark comedy, American Beauty. God, mm-hmm. that's such a good movie. I actually rewatched it. Yeah, it still holds for, up. Yeah. It's good. Only the, the bag boy is annoying. But other than yeah. that, you know, but that's re- yeah, it's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. His ability to show the alienation and vulnerability of his character, Lester Burnham, a middle-class family man obsessed with a beautiful classmate of his teenage daughter, brought Spacey enthusiastic critical acclaim, and he won the Academy Award for Best Actor that year. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. That Great was movie. one movie, honestly, it was a must-watch at the time, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Good movie, man. Pretty damn good. Definitely a little perverted when he was leering at the underage girls. Yeah, but, you know. and they, you know, it's sort of interesting, too, because it's like, in a way... You feel bad for him, but really, you're like, oh, you're a fucking pervert, homie. But he, <laughs> like, he plays the character so well that you're almost kind of like, I, you know, his wife's fucking somebody else, and he's having a midlife crisis, and he wants to work at like Burger Shack or whatever it is, and yeah. get his car. So, of course, he's going to go and try to bone the 16-year-old, and then there's that moment where he's about to do it, and he's like, oh, fuck, this is fucked up. And you're <laughs> like, all right, at least he figured it out. Yeah. You're like, you still saw them titties, though, boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's still a, that's still a charge. And I love that scene where uh, he catches his wife yeah. in the in the drive through with yeah. the guy that she's cheating with. Mm-hmm. They come pulling through, and he's taking his job That's as right. uh, up at the drive through. And uh, yeah, no, that scene's classic. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. In February two thousand three, Spacey announced that he was returning to London to become the artistic director of the Old Vic, one of the city's oldest theaters. Appearing at a press conference with Judy Dench and Elton John. Spacey promised both to appear on stage and to bring in big-name talent. He undertook to remain at the post for 10 years. The Old Vic Theater Company stayed shows eight months out of the year, and while serving as the artistic director, Spacey was photographed with Ghislaine Maxwell sitting in the throne room of Queen Elizabeth II during a private tour of Buckingham Palace. Oh, snaps. Former U.S. President Bill Clinton was also in attendance at the invitation of Prince Andrew. Mm -hmm. So, yep, Ghislaine Maxwell, yep, that same Ghislaine Maxwell who is featured on our Asshole Court podcast about the one and only Jeffrey Epstein and is currently behind bars awaiting trial. So was Spacey and Epstein boys? Uh, Didn't read anything about that. Their circles overlapped. Yeah, certainly yeah. the whole. Well, I mean, a whole bunch of people. Like, if you go through who Epstein was around with, I mean, dude, the desert shit. Bill Gates is catching some heat right now. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Is. yeah. He For, sure is. Be weird, Bill Gates. Dick. I mean, if you, it, <laughs> it's probably, it's probably like really. He is a really nerdy and efficient dick. You know what I'm saying? His but dick it, wears glasses. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> Looks like that little bookworm on the posters we had in school. Where they're like, read your books. It's his dick. But I, if you look at all the people that were like implicated in the Epstein thing, like even Matt Groening was hanging out. Well, yeah, the Simpsons fan yeah. was getting like a fucking foot massage on a private jet with Epstein. You're like, oh, Matt Groening, like, no. please let that just be a foot massage. But you're like, God, I just, yeah, man. I mean, who knows? Who knows? In mid-2006, Spacey said that he was having the time of his life working at the Old Vic. At that point in his career, he said he was trying to do new things that are much bigger 
and outside myself. Much younger. Uh, but <laughs> right. <laughs> In September of 06, Spacey said that he intended to take up British citizenship when it's offered to him. When asked about the UK's 2016 European Union membership referendum, Spacey replied, I appreciate you asking me the question, but I'm not a British citizen. I'm a resident of Great Britain, and I've never in my 12 years ever gotten in politics in Great Britain. I think it's inappropriate for me as a guest, really, so I'll leave that to the British people. On June 16th, 2016, Spacey was awarded an honorary knighthood of his services to theater. The honor, Knight Commander of the Order of the British Empire, was given at Clarence House by Prince Charles. While Spacey will be permitted to add the postnomial letters KBE to his name as a non-Commonwealth citizen, the award is honorary and he will not be able to call himself Sir Kevin. Sir Space- Kevin? Yeah. He's <laughs> Yo, dude, I'm like the coolest knight of the round table, bro. <laughs> it's Sir Kevin. <laughs> So Sir when you, Kevin Space Dog. Right. Yes. So when you Google Spacey and you see the KBE behind his name, uh, that's where it comes from. What does it stand for again? It is King Butthole Enthusiast. Cock, <laughs> cock Block in England. That's right. <laughs> Knight Commander of the Order of the British Empire. Uh, yeah. right. I mean, you know, I know they have the knights and stuff like that, but like, you know, maybe they should reserve that for people that are doing actual like combat and shit. Or right. I don't know. Have some other thing. You other know. than being a stage actor. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, when in, in high school, they had the um, drama letter jackets. It just didn't feel like it was, you know what I mean? You were right. just like, I don't, you know. And, and of course, any of our listeners that are like, dude, drama's not, uh, you know, Mikey's making fun of that shit. I mean, I make fun of everything, so whatever. But those drama jackets were just ridiculous, dude. They and then, have letter jackets? Oh, uh, yeah, they have the... They, I mean, yeah, I don't, but the, the the drama ones had like the the smiley and sad masks or whatever yeah. on the back of it. I was just like, well, you don't you don't have to have a letter jacket, you know. <laughs> I earned this. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, you guys should have like a drama windbreaker. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, I'm a, yeah. a, my my letter jacket for the sewing circle. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just it's ridiculous. So let's dive into what has Kevin Spacey front and center and in, in our courtroom today. On October 29th, two thousand seventeen. Actor Anthony Rapp went public with a story about an encounter he had with Spacey when he was 14 and working on Broadway. The 14. St- 14. Yeah. The story shook Hollywood and has pretty much led to more stories and a black ball of Spacey in the acting world. When Rapp first met Spacey in 1986, he was a couple months into the Broadway run of Precious Sons starring Ed Harris and Judith Ivey, and Rapp was receiving significant praise for his role. At the same time, Spacey was enjoying his first major break with a supporting role alongside his idol, Jack Lemmon, in a revival of Long Day's Journey into Night. Again, two more plays I've never heard of, but yeah. But I know Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon was cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Really funny. Mm-hmm. Both productions were earning enough critical attention that the cast were attending celebratory events. It was one of those events where I met Kevin Spacey for the first time, rapper called. He was meeting a lot of actors during that period enjoying the time-honored custom of late-night post-show gatherings at which many Broadway casts would eat and kind of intermingle. Rapp had relocated from Juliet, Illinois, with his mother Mary for the run of the play. He'd even taken the semester off from school. Yeah. Sometimes his mother would accompany him to those events, but sometimes she'd let him go alone. Rapp says he encountered Spacey again at one of those post-show functions when a 17-year-old friend from Juliet was visiting him in New York. He was like, hey, come on in, join us. Spacey then invited both boys to join them at a popular nightclub, Limelight, even though Rap explained, I looked younger than 14 at the time. I didn't know how we got in through the front door. We didn't have to show an ID. We sat with him in some VIP area. Rap noted that he had no memory of being offered alcohol. 
It was just a fun night, just talking and hanging out, he said. At some point, Spacey invited him to attend a party he was hosting a few days later at his Manhattan apartment. He went, gladly and alone. Rapp said he honestly can't recall what he told his mother about the party, but he stressed that the idea of him attending a party held by an adult Broadway actor did not seem like cause for concern. I, I just also, at this point, I can't imagine letting my fucking 14-year-old son go out with alone right in new, in york, new york city, york city to do, like oh well, we're just gonna go to limelight club yeah you know we talk about that now but i mean that's also based on what's going on currently i mean our parents sent us off to cancun by ourselves when we were 18 17 you 18. know just graduating from high school so i mean like uh, 14 and 18 is a different ball game i mean it is but there's a difference in between going to a party and going to mexico 18 I don't, I don't know i still think for there's no way i let my 14 year old son just go start hanging out and go to the 90s nightclubs were a different York. time man this is the 80s was this the 80s yeah was 86 86 that's right the 80s were even more i know even looser there's no fucking way i would do it yeah no way no way is my son going to hang out with a bunch of broadway actors and go like carouse the town of new york right <laughs> not <laughs> happening the city red yeah when he arrived at Spacey's apartment, Rap quickly realized that he was the only non-adult there, which again didn't worry him since he had often found himself in similar situations as a child actor. The bigger issue said I didn't know anyone, and I was quickly kind of bored. Rap said he ended up wandering into the bedroom and sitting on the edge of the bed and watching TV well past midnight. Cue ominous music. Dun dun dun. Letterman went off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at some point, Rap said he turned to see Spacey standing at the bedroom door. And that's when he realized that everyone else had left the party and that they were alone. My memory was that I thought, oh, everybody's gone. Well, yeah, I should probably go home, Rap said. Spacey, he recalled, sort of stood in the doorway, kind of swaying. Lingering. My, yeah. My impression when he came into the room was that he was drunk. Rap doesn't remember Spacey saying anything to him. Instead, Rap said he picked him up like a groom picks up the bride over the threshold. But I didn't like squirm away initially because I'm like, what's going on? And then he lays down on top of me. He was trying to seduce me. I don't know if I would have used that language, but I was aware that he was trying to get with me sexually. Rap recalled this all happening. Spacey appearing at the door, coming into the room, picking him up and putting him on the bed. in one clumsy action with Spacey landing at the slight angle on top of him. He said Spacey was like pressing on me and that he remembers Spacey tightening his arms. While he can't recall exactly how long Spacey remained on top of him, Rap said he was able to squirm away after a short period. It was a frozen moment, Rap said, of the entire encounter. In terms of fight or flight or freeze, I tend to freeze. After pushing Spacey off of him, Rap remembered he was able to step into the bathroom and close the door. I was like, what is happening, he said. I saw on the counter next to the sink a picture of him having his arm around a man. So I think on some level I was like, oh, he's gay, I guess. Then I opened the door and I was like, okay, I'm going to go home now. He followed me to the front door of the apartment, and as I opened the door to leave, he was leaning on the door frame. He was like, are you sure you want to go? <laughs> I said, yes, good night, and then I did leave. As we walked home, my head was spinning. I had a memory of turning around and thinking, what was that? What am I supposed to do with that, and what does it mean? He paused. He said, the older I get, the more I know. I feel very fortunate that something worse didn't happen. At the same time, the older I get, the more I can't believe it. I could never imagine that or anyone else I know would do something like that to a 14-year-old boy. How old was Spacey at this time? 26. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, man, fuck him. On the same day of Rap's allegations against him, 
Spacey came out as gay when apologizing to rap. That's right. Let's talk about a deflection, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody cared about that. Yeah. We knew you were gay anyways. And honestly, most people knew that you were like hanging out with young boys. Unfortunately, no well, one's saying anything. Well, there's that infamous um, family guy scene from 2005 mm-hmm. where Stewie comes running naked through a mall food court and he goes help me help me i just escaped from kevin spacey's basement yeah. help me <laughs> it was a well-known discussion and everybody was just like yeah but i mean he's a great actor <laughs> that <laughs> that seen American Beauty, yeah, yeah like, until someone points it out and they're like oh i can't like him anymore can i i don't have plausible deniability anymore right. spacey was quoted as saying i've had relationships with both men and women i've loved and had romantic encounters with men throughout my life and i choose now to live as a gay man. His decision to come out via his statement was criticized by prominent members of the gay community, including Billy Eichner, George Taki, and Wanda Sykes as an attempt to change the subject and shift focus from Rap's accusation. Yeah, it's the equivalent of a vehicular homicide on a DUI and then getting out and being like, I have driven Ford Tauruses and Ford Aerostars. I like them both. I just want everybody to know that from now on, I am choosing the Ford Taurus. They're like, sir, you are under arrest. You're right. So Kevin's brother Randy said in an interview, Kevin never had a girlfriend. Of course I knew he was gay. We all did. I never saw him with any girls. The only people he loved as a kid were male stars like Frank Sinatra and Christopher Walken. When their mother Kathleen won nearly $2 million on the lottery in 1985, she willingly invested it in Kevin's career. Her generosity was repaid when Kevin set up his mother in a luxurious home in the upmarket Pacific Palisades area of L.A., Randy says he paid for everything. He took her to the Oscars, treated her like a queen. Her home was a shrine to Kevin. I was shocked because I couldn't see a single picture of me. The brothers have only met five times in nearly three decades, one of them when their father died in 1992. He said, we never fell out, but the bigger Kevin got, the more distance he put between us. Year after year, he would ignore me, and the older Kevin got, the crueler he seemed to become. In 1989, the pair visited their parents, then living in Seattle, and shared a marijuana joint. Yeah. I asked Kevin if he was gay, and he said, I'm not heterosexual, homosexual, or bisexual. I'm just sexual. Uh, that's, huh. That's just creepy, or I don't know. It sounds. I don't know what to make of that either. It's just a bad line. Yeah. I thought you were a really good actor. You can come up with a better line than that. <laughs> oh, he was high. I don't like to fuck dudes. I don't like to fuck girls. I just like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But mostly dudes. <laughs> Correction. I do only fuck dudes, actually. <laughs> God, I'm high as hell of this joint. All right, so let's roll through an event of timelines that happened in the wake of rap coming out with the story, and you'll understand why we will probably never see Kevin Spacey in Hollywood again. The year after the story came out, shit was hitting the fan on a daily basis. So Monday, October 30th, 2017, Netflix The network behind Spacey's House of Cards drama said that it's deeply troubled by the reports. It was reported that the subscription service intends to axe the drama after its sixth series. The International Academy of Television Arts and Sciences announces it will no longer give Spacey a special Emmy Award on November 20th in light of recent events. Next day, the Old Vic in London, where Spacey was artistic director from 2004 to 2015, said it was deeply dismayed to hear the allegations and sets up a confidential complaints process for people involved at the theater. Same day, Mexican actor Roberto Cavazos claims he had a couple of nasty encounters with Spacey while he was working at the Old Vic that were on the verge of being called harassment. Still the same day, Netflix announced that it suspended production on the sixth series of House of Cards to give us time to review the current situation 
and to address any concerns our cast and crew. In an interview with Radar Online, U.S. filmmaker Tony Montana, is it Montana or Montana? <laughs> I want to call him my Tony name Montana. Tony Montana. Yeah. But Say hello to my little friend. And he pulls his dick out and he's like, you're a fucking me too, you. <laughs> That's the caterpillar from our school. <laughs> Fire that guy. It's Bill Gates' dick. <laughs> So, Tony Montana claims he was forcefully groped by Spacey in a Los Angeles bar in 2003. The next day, the man claims he woke up to find Spacey lying on him while he's staying at his New York home in the mid-80s. He just like, he's just like, I'm not even gay. I just like to sleep on people. <laughs> With a heart on. That's what I do. I just like lay on people. You know, it's like a couch. You're, I'll make you my sofa. I'm sofa sexual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the man at that time was 17 years old and that happened, he claimed. Mm. A British man claimed Spacey exposed himself to him in 2010 when he was working at a hotel in West Sussex. Former bartender Daniel Beale tells The Sun Spacey allegedly exposed himself and then invited the 19-year-old up to his room. Beale claims the actor later gave him a watch worth 5,000 pounds. Something happened. Oh, yeah. And honestly, people that expose themselves... I mean, are you intentionally being funny? Because it's just like, I mean, there's doesn't, it's, I, I've never in my life been like. trying to get from that? Yeah. yeah. Like, there's never once, like, never once in my life have I sat there and been like, you know, I'm really into this chick. You know, I think I'm just going to, I'm just going to share my dick real quick. See, that, yeah, see where that goes. Out. That's that's going to help yeah. me out here tonight. And, and I don't think any chick in the world would be like, you know, I wasn't into him. But once I saw that dick, <laughs> that beautiful, beautiful dick, it changed my mind. Once I saw Shit that beautiful, like, beautiful, beautiful caterpillar. That's right. it. Like a bookworm. And I was like, it's over. <laughs> Randy, your score is too low. That person was definitely a giant asshole, and you rated them like they were Justin Bieber. Wouldn't you like to tell us what you think? Well, now you can. Check us out on all our social media pages and tell us what you think about our scores, shows, and good looks. We'll love to hear what you have to think. Pucker up, buttercup. It's back to asshole court. November 2nd, 2017. So this is all within like three days this is happening. Media Rights Capital co-founder of House of Cards reveals a crew member complained about a specific remark and gesture made by Spacey in 2012. In a statement, it says the actor willingly participated in a training process and that the issue was resolved to the satisfaction of all involved. So he was reprimanded yeah. at some point. That's a, everybody fucking knew this shit. Everybody knew it the whole time. And then all of a sudden, the floodgates opened. Yeah. They got critical mass when uh, rap came out and said this one. And then everybody was like, oh, you know, now that you mention it. He kept showing his dick to everybody. I, at the time, I thought it was largely innocent. But now I see that he, uh, you know, there's problems there. But he's living as a gay man now, so should I care? Wait a minute. We can talk about it now? Yeah. Great, because I've got a story. Right? Yeah, and honestly, come on, dude. This is just another victim of cancel culture. I mean, we've all been touched by our uncles, but I don't cancel my uncle's visits. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My uncle's still alive. He's never touched me. I don't don't want anybody to ever think I'm being serious with that. So CAA, Creative Artists Agency, confirmed Spacey is no longer a client. This is the same day, uh, November 2nd, after he got, uh, they found out he got reprimanded. Yeah, he got dropped by his agency. Publicist Stacey Wolf also confirmed he is no longer represented by her company, Polaris PR. Same day, the old Vic says it's already seeing the great benefits of the new policy of openness since establishing a confidential line of communication for employees with concerns. So if a place you're running opens up a fucking confidential line for people to call in and complain about one person, like it's rampant. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 
But if, if if that person is a uh, fucking powerful person in that industry, he was he was a creative director. Like, he like you should feel good about him touching your dick. That's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The more you touch his dick, the more parts you get. You can so, tell uh, your friends that a super famous guy that you've seen on TV touched your dick. So I did a search of just Kevin Spacey crazy stories, yeah. and what came up was a guy on Reddit was talking about. He's like, all right, so. Crazy story. My friend said that he saw Kevin Spacey at a party and Kevin, you know, took him to the back room and was like, hey, man, let's get it on. He was like, no, I don't get down like that, Kevin. He's like, all right. Well, what if I pay you twenty five thousand dollars to watch you fuck your girlfriend and I'll just sit over there on the couch and masturbate? Come here, uh, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, dude, and he was sign like, me up. That's what the dude said. He was like, mm, I needed the twenty five thousand and I was also 17 at the time. But I needed the 25000 so I did it. So I called yeah. my girlfriend up. She came over, and uh, yeah, he started, you know, jerking off on the couch. But then all of a sudden, halfway through the session, he grabbed my ass. And I was like, hey, uh, that's not part of the deal. Yeah. And he didn't grab my ass anymore after You'll that. You'll notice in subsection eight that you cannot <laughs> touch my ass while I fuck my girlfriend in front of you. Please sit back or this contract will be nullified. I said, good day, sir. <laughs> I want half up front. <laughs> I would. I would. Because that'd be like, worst case scenario, I'm out 12-5 for fucking my wife anyways. <laughs> you know what I'm In cash. cash. And then you, you catch that post-nut clarity and you're done. And Oh, Kevin like, Spacey's oh, still beating off. <laughs> Damn. Hurry up, Kevin. Yeah. Well, you I don't guess, collect till I come. Uh, <laughs> and, and as a 17-year-old, that probably didn't last too, too long anyway. Nah. You know? Oh, you try to make it quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah. You're just, like, think about it, you're maximizing your earning potential there, That's right? right. More dollars per hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the following day, November 3rd, 2017, it's reported that Spacey is being investigated by UK police over an alleged sexual assault on a man in 2008. The Sun claims an unnamed actor who was 23 at the time woke up to find Spacey performing a sex act on him at the star's London home. Yikes. Ew. I mean, that's like, you know, <laughs> it's just, I mean. Go for it, Randy. Well, that, where you it's at? like one of the things you kind of like, you know, dream about as a younger man. When you're like, I'm just going to wake up. And she's going to be blowing me. You know what I mean? Or something of that effect. My significant other or my yeah, girlfriend, but, boyfriend, uh, whatever it is. But if it's unprovoked or if it's like. Yeah. You wake you up wake in Kevin's face. He's like, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you're like, give me a chance to wash my balls, dude. They've been, you know, marinating all night. Gross. Same day, Netflix announces it will not be involved any further with production of House of Cards. That includes Kevin Spacey. It also says we'll no longer release Gore, a film about the writer Gore Vidal in which Spacey stars. Yeah. CNN alleges that Spacey's behavior at the House of Cards set was a toxic work environment, and it quotes a number of former and current workers on the show, one of whom accuses the actor of sexual assault. The next day, son of actor Richard Dreyfus claims Spacey groped him in 2008 in his father's presence. Whoa. Whoa. Harry Dreyfus tells BuzzFeed News that his father did not see the alleged incidents. Pretty much dad looked away and Spacey grabbed his ass. Groped him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, again, let me step back here and let me imagine that I'm Richard Dreyfus and that my son is at a Hollywood party and then he's like, you know, Kevin Spacey groped me. I would be like, okay. Go ahead and wait in the car. I'll be right back. Yeah, right. And then I would go directly to Kevin Spacey and be like, I don't know what happened here, but son said that you uh, groped him. You want to clarify real quick for me there, chief? And then, uh, you know, I'd be like, I'm a little upset you didn't grope me. I feel like I'm a handsome man. You know what I mean? I know you're into younger guys, but I still have it. What does my son have that I yeah. don't? Yeah. 
He looks like me, just a younger version. Smash him with a champagne bottle. Yeah, or that's for real. I'd go. I would go uh, full on P Diddy and bust him with a Moet bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, November eighth, new allegations emerge, including from an American filmmaker who says he was groped and sexually harassed by Spacey as a twenty-two-year-old crew member. So is anybody keeping tally at this point? I a lot mean, of gropes. A lot of gropes. He's a grabber. Really big grope. Tonight. <laughs> That's right. November 9th, 2017, it's announced that Spacey is to be removed from a forthcoming film, All the Money in the World, which has already been shot. He will be replaced. Yeah, they had to re-shoot like, the whole yeah, fucking thing. Christopher they like Plummer. digitally took him out of a lot of it, right? It was a movie about uh, John Paul Getty, yep. the old oil tycoon. I was excited about that movie, too, and then, yeah, I never even watched it. Next week, an investigation by the Old Vic Theater concludes that they have received 20 personal testimonies of alleged inappropriate behavior by Spacey during his 11-year tenure. Out of the 20 allegations, 16 have been made by former staff, all of whom were men. With the exception of one of the claims, none of the reported incidents was raised formally or informally with management. Three people told the Old Vic they had contacted the police with all except two testimonies predating 2009 and all of them to have alleged to have taken place between 95 and 2013. The theater said it truly apologizes for not creating an environment or culture where people are able to speak freely and will commit to a new way forward. An accountancy firm in Manchester says that a large mural of Kevin Spacey will be removed from the side of its office building. I mean, he's a great actor, but a mural of Kevin Spacey is like Kevin the most Spacey. boring shit I've ever seen. Yeah, right? Yeah, like you make murals of like Biggie and Tupac, dude, not <laughs> fucking Kevin Spacey. Have a fucking mural of like your really great accountant at your work. You know what I'm saying? Like they're in the, in the fucking corporate cafeteria. You're like, he just was so technically great at what he did so we decided to paint him there and you know there he is with his excel spreadsheets <laughs> november 22nd of the same year 17 scotland yard confirms its investigation into a new allegation of sexual assault made against spacey the claim alleges an assault took place on a man in lambeth in 2005 november 4th netflix confirms the sixth season of house of cards will resume production in 2018 without spacey the chief content officer, Ted Sarandos, says the final series will comprise eight episodes and focus on Robin Wright's character. Yeah, they killed his ass off. Yeah. I mean, this show turned to shit anyways by the third season, man. I was like, I'm cashing out on this one. Dude, I loved the first couple seasons of it. First two seasons were good. And, and I loved I like, like, the way that he kind of just like addressed you. No, yeah, yeah. You were in the fourth it. Wall. And, yeah. It was good. The first two seasons were cool. And then I got into the third season. I was like, I'm good. Walked away from it. And then I heard that, that like the last season... A friend of mine gave me the whole premise for how it ended, and I was like, thank God I stopped watching that shit, because it became a fucking soap opera. Yeah, I heard that the script writing was horrible yeah. for it. So did y'all hear that he tried to get back onto House of Cards after it got canceled? Uh -huh. Yeah, I remember that video he put out. Yeah, he oh, put the out YouTube the- YouTube video? Yeah. yeah. The, he basically was that character, Frank Underwood, and he was like, just doing the whole like, you know I've done some bad stuff. Hell, that's why you liked me. Mm -hmm. I brought you into the fold. Are you really that surprised? And then he kind of just does this like, you never saw me actually killed now, do you? Mm -hmm. Now, well, we'll see what happens. And he like puts his Frank Underwood ring back on. And he was like trying to get everybody to be like, oh, well, yeah, I really do like him as Frank Underwood. Yeah. So let's forget everything you've done. Yeah, right. And just yeah, bring him back. Come on. Yeah, I mean, the only way you get that second shot is you have to go MJ style and die. And then you become a legend again, maybe. Yeah, no. you heard that shit, Wizard70. <laughs> All up in your face, MJ was a molester. <laughs> so he stepped up his grope game on December 8th, 2017, 
when the king of Norway's former son-in-law accuses Spacey of sexual harassment after a Nobel Peace Prize concert in 2007. Wow. Nobel Peace Prize concert? Yep. Man. Groping like the Rage kids. Against the Machine. <laughs> ABBA. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's Sweden. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That would be right. I'm just thinking, like, I can't imagine what that concert would be like. So the heat started to turn up in January of 18. Uh, it emerged that the police in London were investigating a third allegation of sexual assault against Spacey. The claim was received on December 13th, alleging a man was assaulted by the actor on central London in 2005. So 05 was like a big year. You can see a lot of these allegations. Real horny, man. Yeah, super horny. April 12th of 2018, prosecutors in Los Angeles review a historical sexual assault accusation against Spacey. Police file evidence about the allegation involving an incident with a man in West Hollywood in 1992. He has previously issued an absolute denial of historical allegations since the Anthony Rapp accusation came to light. So he starts to deny it around this time. Yeah. So the horse has left the barn, brother. You right. came out right. first. You were like, I don't really recall what happened, but if I if I hurt him, I apologize. I was like, you know, you're going to have to take the uh, shaggy defense right now. And it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, the minute you say that it happened, I was like, floodgates are opening. It's Cosby 2.0, bro. Yeah. Now everybody's exactly stepping right. up. September 5th of 18, it's announced that Spacey will not be prosecuted over an accusation of sexual assault that took place in 92. Los Angeles County District Attorney Office says the alleged incident was outside of California's statute of limitations. Christmas Eve 2018, Spacey was charged with sexually assaulting a teenager at a bar in Massachusetts in 2016. And that is when he posted the video in which he appears to deny any wrongdoing while in character as Frank Underwood. January 7th, 2019, Spacey appears in court to face a charge of indecent assault and battery stemming from an allegation of groping in 2016. Indecent assault, as if there was a decent assault. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had a pretty good right cross there. Yeah, as I say, he gets in a bar fight. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty decent I assault. mean, his, his yeah. fighting skills are, are decent. <laughs> June 26th, Spacey's accuser in the 2016 Nantucket groping case sues the actor for unspecified damages over his alleged explicit sexual behavior and lewd and levacious conduct at the club car restaurant. The lawsuit alleges Spacey bought the man, then 18, alcoholic drinks and groped his genitals without his consent. Spacey, again, denied these allegations. Man, you gotta, like, every story is the same. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's the same thing with Cosby. Remember, they were all like, yeah, he drugged me, then raped me. He drugged me, he raped me, he drugged me, he raped me, he drugged me. And you're like, uh, yeah, it's all lining up here. And then it's, he bought me drinks and groped me. He laid on top of me like I was a sofa. Yeah. He groped me, laid on top of me like I was a sofa. <laughs> yeah. July 17th and 19, prosecutors in Massachusetts dropped the criminal case relating to charges of indecent assault and battery, which stemmed from the accusation of the guy getting groped at 18. Mm -hmm. The charges were dropped after the accuser refuses to testify about a missing phone. The actor's lawyers accuse the man of deleting crucial text messages and say the phone could be used to prove their client's innocence. Hmm. Lastly, September 9th, 2020, Rapp sued Spacey for sexual assault, sexual battery, and intentional infliction of emotional distress under the Child Victims Act, which extended New York's statute of limitations for civil suits related to sexual child abuse. Joining Rapp in the lawsuit against Spacey was a man who requested to remain anonymous who accused Spacey of sexually abusing him in 1983 when he was 14 and Spacey was 24. So, that's Kevin Spacey. Yeah, and I I remember this one time, and someone else had brought this up a while back. There was a point, before all this stuff came out, like I said, and it was all sort of like whispers and rumors that he was, you know, constantly carousing with uh, underage or like really 
barely legal uh, dudes, and he got uh, beat up in um, Hyde Park, I think, in London. Yes. And like he was like, oh, I got assaulted out of nowhere, uh, and they took my phone. Or some shit like that. Or and, he tried to say that like he fell down while walking his dog. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. And but everyone was like, that stretch of Hyde Park is where dudes go to fuck. Yeah. And it yep. sounded like now, again, total speculation. He could have just legitimately fallen down or whatever it was. But I, other people were like, you know, maybe he came on to the wrong dude, got his ass beat. And I was like, Yeah. You that's know, what a lot of people thought. That's a coin toss there. Yeah. So I mean, I think we got a pretty good idea of what this dude does. Open and shut case, Johnson. That's it. In the case of the groper, <laughs> we find you guilty uh, today. Uh, today on pedophile court, it's the case of the actor groper, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, and honestly, I just went through the timeline. We're talking like twelve to thirteen different allegations yeah. of yeah. different people. Yeah, it's, it, same story though, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, like yeah. Mikey said, you know, with Bill Cosby, you know, you don't want to believe it, but when all the stories are the same and they're coming from so many different directions, yep. you know, at some point where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And unfortunately, I hate it. I hate it. I love Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey as an actor. He does fantastic work, but man, seeing that. Sh- oh. I don't care what you do behind closed doors. I don't care if you're gay, if you're straight, you know, bi, whatever you want to be. That is totally fine. But mm-hmm. the second that you start, you know, like going for minors and I mean, we've talked about this time and time again on the show. You know, it's just you're stealing their childhood. You're putting them through just years and years of mental therapy. Yeah. And it's just. Uh, I, oh, Anthony Rapp said that when he would see Spacey later in life, like on award shows and like getting oscars and shit like yeah, that he was like weird. dude it would just infuriate me and you know make me extremely uncomfortable said he ran into him one time physically ran into him one mm-hmm. time at award show he was coming out of the bathroom as space he was coming into the bathroom Ooh. he was like we met eyes and i looked away and just got the hell out of there he's like i don't even know if the guy recognized me but probably didn't because he was probably doing this so frequently that it was just a another sofa yeah you know yeah, what i mean sure and yeah. he even, and space even said there's times that he was like I don't remember if I did that, but if I did, I mean, I was probably yeah. really drunk, and you know, I'm sorry if I did. Yeah, you know? yeah. that would only get you out of everything. Oh, I was really drunk when yeah. I did it. Yeah, that only gets you out of something if you're like, you know, banging like some chick you weren't planning on banging anyway, and be like, oh man, I'm super sorry, but you know, I didn't mean to come on to you, but I'm just drunk. But like, if it's like an underage person, also. The other thing that we're not talking about, too, is even people that were of age, like, you can't just grope people, bro. Like, that's not cool. That's that's assault, brother. Yeah, Yeah, right. Using that power, you Mm -hmm. know, is leverage against people that don't really have any real, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have control of the situation. You think you're invincible at that point. You know, you, you have so many accolades to your name. You're getting offered Role after role after role. Mm. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. Everybody's just singing your praises. You think you're invincible. Yep. And um, yeah, no, that doesn't sit well with me. So originally I had him at a 6.75, but I'm going to have to bump old Space Dog up a little bit. You know, looking at past people on the show, you know, I have to put him in the same category that I would other people around that, that, that he would fit into. So, you know, yeah, I hate to do it, but yeah, Kevin Spacey, I'm bumping you up to an 8.0. All right, 8.0, buddy. Mm. Mikey, Mikey, what you got? got? Yeah, um, like I said, I part of me wants for at some point something to come out, and they're like, yo, he didn't do this shit. I wish. You know what I'm saying? Then you'd be like, I wish. oh, snap. And you're like, great, now I can have more Kevin Spacey movies. That being said, I'm pretty sure that he did this, but he hasn't been found guilty in a court of law, so we can't say 
that he's guilty. We're alleging he's guilty. I think he probably did all this, especially because, like I said, you know, we have a uh, pattern of behavior. Yep. You know, what you said, 12, 12 or 13 instances. Least, yeah. And, you know, there's probably more than that that people just didn't talk about. So with that in mind, I'm going to judge him as if someone that I that is most likely guilty. Uh, and I'll put him in where we put Charlie Sheen at, which uh, was a 7.33, because I feel that that's, you know, about... You know, Charlie Sheen has some pretty bad shit in there. Yeah. They feel very similar. So I'll go 7.33. All right. 7.33 for Mikey. What you got, Randy? So for me, again, great actor, but overall it just sounds like a sexual predator, honestly. Mm-hmm. And he had the means to fuel his horny, perverted ways. You know what I mean? Like he had the power, he had the prestige, definitely kind of the influence over people. Think about the mentality of a 14, 15, 16-year-old kid. Oh, yeah. Like, to your point, like, you're with a movie star. And you're oh, like, yeah. 100%. Oh, my God. Whatever he does is cool because yeah. he's made it to this point. Yeah. So if he's grabbing my balls and buying me liquor, yeah. like, that must be the cool thing to do, yeah. right? Do what the cool kids do. Again, it's all alleged. Grabbing but- my balls and buying me liquor. That's the, what the cool kids do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah. But, uh, no, you know, to your point, buddy, where there's smoke, there's fire. It is all alleged, but. You just you can't turn a blind eye to this kind of shit. So I had him final score at a seven point five. Okay. All right. All right. With a seven point five from Randy, seven point three three from Mikey, and an eight point oh from Buddy, Kevin Spacey's final asshole score is a seven point six one. Seven point six one. So seven point six. Yeah, just between Don King and Henry Ford and Suge Knight. Yeah. yeah. Is where Kevin Spacey falls on the asshole court chart. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. We hope you guys enjoyed this show. As always, check out our social media pages and definitely go check out our new website, ahcpodcast.com. Again, it links to all of our episodes, links to all of our social media pages. We definitely want to get your comments and definitely get uh, your input on who you would like to see on the show next. So until next time, be kind to one another and we'll see you next time on Asshole Court. (laughs) 